Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, Cheeseheads. Welcome to another episode of the Cheese Room Podcast. Sorry we skipped out midweek after that terrible result against Burnley. I'll be perfectly honest, full disclosure, I was down the pub, didn't even watch it. And even more disclosure, I haven't watched any of it since. All I've done is read Conte's stroppy uh, post-match interview. Uh, We'll discuss that later. But we've got better things to talk about now after a fantastic 4-0 victory against Leeds. Very open and entertaining game and we rightly came out on top. Now, joining for the first time in a very long time, one of the founders of the pod. <laughs> he's, he's chosen a good game to come back on. It's Mr. Simon J. Burrows. How are you doing, mate? I'm doing very well indeed. Thank you, Franco. Thank you for having me back on. It's been a long old time, but uh, great to be back. Hopefully this comeback is more memorable than Michelle Vorms. <laughs> I think it will be. I think it will be. Also joining from South London, it's Mr. Paul Muir. How are you doing on this sunny Saturday? What a beautiful day in all aspects. Sun is shining. Everyone's free, as uh, they, they say in the song. Yeah, what a <laughs> lovely way to spend uh, a lovely sunny lunchtime. Uh, watching that it was great. Really, really good. Yeah. No, it was good. <clears throat> right, let's crack in, as we always do with, with the lineup. What did you think when you first saw it, uh, Simon? Yeah, I wasn't hugely surprised. And, you know, when you look at the bench, you think, well, there's not a hell of a lot of options there. And there's, there's no one on the bench you're thinking, why aren't they starting? You know, Royale, Bergwine, um, Regulon, I don't think he's fully fit yet, is he? And the rest were academy kids, really, weren't they? Scarlett, Austin, Divine and White. I can't see anyone yeah. on the bench that, you you know, who's there's no one on the bench whose name is calling out to, to start. I mean, Bergwine, he just, I mean, I, I don't think he's, he's had a start since Chelsea away. so. He's got the kind of super sub tag at the moment, really, isn't he? So he does. Yeah, yeah. Lucas Moore injured. Uh, sorry, unwell, wasn't he? Or injured? Bentacur injured as well. So yeah, I, I was happy with the team as, as expected, really. Yeah, I guess that's. I mean, the only real decision, I suppose, was was uh, the right back 
Liverpool and, and Doherty, who, who I've said I never want to see play for Spurs again, gets gets another chance. Um, well, honestly, he took it, but <laughs> that was yeah. the only option, yeah. really, wasn't it? Uh, when I first saw that lineup, I was uh, I just come uh, <laughs> up uh, surface from Brixton Tube, and it was like my phone went. I immediately looked at it, and I immediately nearly launched the phone at this busker who was playing really <laughs> shit Dire Straits covers. It was just like oh, Doherty, but uh, <laughs> what, what, that, that's why I talk on pods and crap on online and and Conte gets paid the big dollars because obviously that, as you said that was a great finish but yeah the line as Simon said that I can only, I can only echo what Simon was saying it, it kind of picks himself really with what happened the week Bentacore got a knock didn't he on his knee or so he got a, mm-hmm. a landing on his knee um, yeah uh, but yeah I, I, I don't yeah I'm, I'm I'm not sure what's going on with Richie at the moment I'm, I, I assume mm-hmm. he's still not fully kind of recovered from COVID yet but it's been a lot mm-hmm. it's been what two and a half weeks so I don't know if there's, if there's something else going on there or what but well, I feel like this. It seems fairly consistent with most players, though. When, when you like, we've talked before about being an elite athlete, and if you're only ninety mm. percent, it can make a huge difference. And it seems that all these footballers that have got it, nobody's just brushed COVID off when they've got it. It seems to have taken a knock on all of them. So she played against Southampton. Actually, I just, I just noticed he played um, eighty-three minutes against Southampton. Just rotation. Yeah, it's good to see Seth. You know, I think it's what it's three starts in a row now. Yeah, yeah, is. And that was after kind of yeah getting taken off. So it's good that he's stuck with him. So he's, he's uh, you know not been completely demoralised, I suppose. But it's, I guess it's just a good opportunity to use it. And if you've got these squad players, when else they're going to get games if you don't? Um, yeah. So yeah. cracking onto the game, Leeds a bit down on their luck at the moment. They've had a string of bad results, and it, it did feel like if we got an early goal then their heads would probably go down and we duly delivered, much to my surprise. <laughs> a great start there, wasn't it, Si? After, oh, brilliant. I, th- I think beforehand they had a chance in yeah. the corner, didn't they? They and did have that free header, didn't they? After about two minutes. Yeah, Romero let, uh, was it? Yeah. Um, let him go, didn't he? And he just like, right. flapped, flapped at it again and it came in, yeah. That's right. But I mean, if anyone had predicted Winks, you know, plays a nice ball to Sessignon, who then f- puts a lovely ball across the box to Doherty, I think yeah. they probably uh, deserves a complimentary ticket to Middlesbrough away in the cup if they predicted that. This is, I was going to say the, the bookies are going to be laughing today, aren't they? Because absolutely nobody in their right mind has got Doherty first. I know goal. what a link up. What a, but it's, it's a mad, isn't it? You see these, you see these things later on Twitter, don't you? That um, you know, I had a dream last night, lads. Doherty first goal scorer, get in on it. And you know, most of the time these tweets disappear into cyberspace. But then every now and then, like one in a hundred resurrects itself. And I did actually see one at full time so, with someone that's actually had a go on it. So fair play to them. Oh, really? If anyone's got Doherty in Spurs 4-0, then I'll be amazing. <laughs> they, they, they linked up again almost at the end, didn't they? In the in the reverse, um, Sessignon yeah. almost lined one up for... Sorry, um, Doherty almost lined one up for Sessignon, didn't he? So it was, yeah, fair yeah. play to him. Love, lovely start, just what you needed, really. I mean, after the uh, the disappointment of the defeat against Burnley, game 1-0 up was um, very welcome indeed. Yeah. And what do you think about the game, Paul? Because it just felt like one of these games, we've been on the the, the opposite end of it, where... Leeds just weren't quite at it today, were they? And that was kind of exemplified by our second goal where, like, Kulad could have lost that ball three or four times and he, he just didn't. He kept persisting and Leeds were pretty weak on it. Mm. Great finish from him, mm. but it just felt like Leeds weren't quite at it today, right? It's the, they were the right team for us to play at the right time, weren't they? I mean, Leeds are going to give you opportunities. Mm. It's whether you can uh, handle the press and play around the press that, they, that they're going to give you. You know exactly what they're going to do because they've been doing it since mm. they, they came back up. 
just after we scored, though, they hit the post, didn't they? They yeah. came straight back. And uh, I think uh, if that had gone in, it might have been a, a, a wee bit different. But, yeah, in the corner, Kuzeski, uh yeah, gets himself out. I think uh, Struik, or I think the other centre-back, I can't remember who was, was trying to pull his shirt. Uh, ref let it go and then I think he got a little bit of luck on the edge of the di- uh, sorry edge of the box and uh, and I think Lorene just kind of like bypassed it and the way I liked about it, it was like he shaped to put it in the far corner but he mm. cut back on it a bit yeah. like Kane used to and a bit like uh, Mo Salah does and it was a really mm. nice finish mm. I was really impressed with him today he still does he still looks a little bit kind of Luke Shaw chubby I mean a little bit at the minute, I, th- I think he needs like you know, like some like hard conditioning, and then he's you know, he just looks a little bit kind of heavy and a little bit kind of lumbersome and cumbersome. And uh, but I can't take away from that goal. And when 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 he does get the ball, he uses it very very intelligently. He's he's very smart. He's a very smart yeah. player. Um, but that was a good goal. That would that no, no taking away from it. But yeah, bit of luck, as you say, Franco, to get to that position. But once he got to that position, uh, and he cut back underneath it, and uh, yeah, lovely. Really nice. Be, we've been waiting a long time for another ginger cult hero. <laughs> <laughs> this is very true. I'm sure you have side. Hundred percent. The thing I loved about that goal. I mean, yeah, when you look at when you saw it the first time, you think it's don't appreciate how good the finish was and the way he tucked it into that near post. And I, I yeah. loved seeing how angry it made the Leeds fans. I don't know if they were pissed off at their defence or the goalie for getting done on the near post. Or, you know, they kind of, they really did, like Paul said, they really did switch off, didn't they, at the back. But uh, when you see the opposition fans so riled, you know, within the first 20 minutes, you're thinking, yes, let's have a yeah. bit of this. This is going to be, <laughs> this is going to be a decent away performance, please. Yeah, I clocked, I think we were offside at one point and they showed the linesman giving the flag and there was a fan behind him doing the dickhead <laughs> action. And like, when was the last time you saw somebody literally like doing a dick, dickhead Brilliant. action? Retro. It's like 20 so years. BT, BT cuts like a little insert. <laughs> retro insults up north. <laughs> retro insults yeah. up north. Yeah, um, uh, it's just like BT did a like a little insert, like a little kind of like uh, thing, like Conte cam. They called it. Yeah, they did, yeah Conte cam, didn't they? We that. should charge him for that for children because we've been doing that since. Like, yeah. Like, anyway, <laughs> there was this like fat kind of sorry this uh overweight gentleman <laughs> shall we say next to his wife who obviously liked a pie and uh, a few Bacardi lemonade you could you could say and he was every time like Conte was like he was just telling Conte to sit down like doing the sit down motion to like Conte behind him it's just like mate have you not seen this guy that's all he does is go up and down what are you expecting him just to sit on the bench so you can get a, a proper look at the game it was it was very funny this fan behind it behind our bench it was uh yeah Conte can Look, the Leeds crowd, are, um, as well as being fairly hostile, they're decent. Yeah. They were getting yeah. behind them, yeah, even, even at that 100%. point. And um, at the end of the day, we, we scored our third goal on 27 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty difficult to be 3-0 down and still still be up for it. Well, let's talk about that goal, though, because what a pass it was from Aubier. Like, after moaning about him saying his form was down, I thought he had a really good game today. Yeah. And a lot of it was his passing. But that ball itself oh. was immense. And the finish from Kane... Yeah. A couple, it was like a, yeah, it was a, a beautiful dink over. I mean, yeah, Winks and Hoiberg, you know, moans and groans when they're announced in the starting lineup saying we're going to lack creativity. It's going to be sideways passes, backward passes. And both of them get involved in, uh, in the goals in the first 20 minutes. Fantastic. Yeah, beautiful ball forward. Kane, so clever, you know, doesn't try and take a touch, just watches the flight of the ball. Lovely little cultured, deft left foot finish. Fantastic, put us in a superb position. 
he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't know that ball's going to come to him to the very last exactly. minute. Exactly. Yeah. He doesn't know if that he doesn't know if like the centre back the opposite centre back is going to get a mm. little kind of like eyebrows yeah. hair on it and take it out for a goal. He also doesn't know if the goal is going to come and smash him. And it just yeah, and he just stroked it left foot. It was it was. It's probably one of my favourite goals he's done for the last like season, season and a half. Is I would have been on my feet if I wasn't waiting for the VAR. <laughs> <laughs> it was it. It was it was very borderline. It was, wasn't it? it? Was I saw one angle. I thought, fucking hell, here we go again. I don't know how many times Kane's been ruled offside this season through VAR, but it's got to be at least what two or three times. And it was well onside, wasn't it? But um, yeah. I, I still wasn't confident though at three 0 there's no way you are Tottenham if you were confident at 3-0 up away not a chance especially when United no. went 2-0 up didn't they in the rain do you remember yeah yeah yeah, they yeah. Actually, they're going to come back here again you know like Dallas is going to like you know kick shot something Full yeah. sure is going to like you know kind of like uh, do something amazing or like Rafinha's going to come alive and well, they had their best spell, 3-0 down, and it was all Leeds for 10 minutes before half-time, wasn't it? They were getting yeah. in behind. But this is it. You know, sustained periods of pressure. Our defence, let's face it, it really looks impenetrable, does it? <laughs> well, at times. <laughs> I don't know. There's, they had plenty of opportunities. It's weird. Like, I feel like our three centre-backs played really well today, but at the yeah. same time, the way Leeds play, they just they do put you under pressure. They do. Like, they do. You say they have lots of possession of the ball. They pass it around, get it into those wide areas, get balls into the box, yeah. and, they, and it did cause us not necessarily problems, but it just made us look a bit uncomfortable, didn't it? And there, there was every chance they were going to get back into 100%. it. And I thought it was immensely important that we got through to, to half-time yeah. and kind of forced them into doing things like double substitutions at half-time because then they felt like they had to do something. Why is it that we can't defend like that ball coming in from like, a half-space or the inside channel? Anything, mm. I mean, obviously, Wall Prowse put it but both both the Southampton goals. Yeah. But today, like the free kick that they, they missed, like early yeah. doors and things like that, all coming from that kind of like inside channel mm. half-space. It's like, why can we not defend that right now? I think, I think it's, I mean, I think it, the centre backs have probably played, what, less than half a dozen games together? Yeah. Davies, um, Romero, and Dyer. Uh, um, I think once they've got a solid run in the team, it will, I think, you know, obviously today, clean sheet, fantastic. But I think, obviously, you know, we have switched off in other games recently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they, it's, it's a relatively new system f- for the three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the, the fullbacks are chopping and changing all the time. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. certainly a lot of encouraging signs out of the back. But uh, yeah, I, I agree, Paul. We we do we do look vulnerable at times. But yeah, it was. I'm sure the clean sheet today and some and, and a few days rest after today's game will will uh, really give us a solid grounding for uh, the next set of fixtures. Yeah, no, agreed. And it was nice to have Dyer back. Again, some of our passing, not just Hoybier, there was plenty of it. Dyer as well. Mm. You think you talked the other week, uh, Paul, about yeah. our, our sort of passing defenders had left. Romero mm. doesn't. And when Dyer's out of the team, we sort of lose that. And today, he was just spraying balls out wide, wasn't he? A few nice balls over the top, uh, a lot of them to Cess. And I thought Cess oh, yeah. was, was getting yeah. in those yeah. spaces, getting forward a lot. And his touch as well, like he's bringing them down. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. There wasn't any dodgy touches. He was looking all right. Confidence is growing there. So Definitely. it was a it was a really positive signs in all over the pitch for players today. I thought with Cess, it is a confidence thing. Yeah, he, he, it, it has to be. I think for three or four minutes in, he put a nice ball. He didn't come back inside. He put a ball in first time and stuff. Um, I think Monier, the goalie, came out, smothered it. Um, mm-hmm. I just thought, hello, hello, yeah. Ryan. 
here we go, four minutes in, you put a ball into the box, and it's like, okay, and then, as you say, Frank, these, like, 30, 40-metre lofty passes out to Cess behind their oppo fullback, and Cess takes it in, in his stride and, you know, and, and does something kind of, like, uh, offensive with it, which is uh, which is really good to see. I really hope, I really hope for him, and I, I mean, I like him, and I, I kind of know some people around the Session brothers, and they're nice lads, and they deserve all of it. To be honest, where's his and, brother uh, these days? Stephen, I don't know where his brother is at the minute. He, he he's 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 on loan from Fulham, I believe, mm, still. But, okay. um but yeah, I I I really want it to work for Ryan. I really yeah. really do. And he's had such a like, stop start Tottenham career, yeah. hasn't he? Was it, he came in under Pochettino, I think, didn't he? And you know, yeah. he's had a couple of managers since then, and has never had a. This is, I mean, I, I can't I can't imagine he's had three success successive starts before oh, no definitely not no, no no and he's had the injury issues and he's coming injuries back injuries as he, well exactly it does he doesn't look as kind of fast acceleration wise getting up top speed but when he does get up to speed he, he, he will be a handful and yeah i just i just want him i just want him to do well with us i really do it's yeah. it's more personal because like, i feel really and he's still very young to be honest as well and he seems to be around for ages but yeah this is this, this hopefully this could be a springboard for him to really propel forward hopefully I thought I thought he would yeah. be a contender for man before Kane started putting on you know the wonder show in the last twenty minutes you know <laughs> playing centre midfield and up front as well pinging those Tom Brady balls forward I thought Cesc would have a good shout for man of the match at one point. I agree. Yeah, well, and if he'd have tucked one away, yeah, like exactly. Said, ball got put across rather than running into the goalpost, he would have totally um, had yeah. a good chance. I feel a bit sorry for him as well because he got that yellow early in the second half, and there were two tackles where he. But the first one, he definitely got the ball, and the second one, he got like a tiny touch, which in the past used to mean that it wasn't a foul. But mm. like to get a yellow for that, I felt a bit sorry for him. Notice as well, he never demonstrated. He never, he never, as a guy at the linesman, or he never. He just, he just said, "Oh, okay, no. fine." He's, he's very, he does seem very undis- honest, he's, he's very honest, isn't he, Cess? And I think he needs to be a bit more street smart, and I think mm. he needs to like, you know, look at someone like you know some of the city fullbacks and like, yeah, okay. And like, you know, okay, I tackle him. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, it's me again. I'm really sorry, ref kind of thing. Mm. And, and try and be a bit more street. I was just going to keep picking up yellows. Um, but I'm, I'm with you, Frank. I thought, yeah, in maybe two or three seasons ago, that wouldn't have been a yellow, but mm. there you go. Another, another thought I've just had about Sessignon and getting all these consecutive starts. There were, the rumour mill did fire up again a few days ago about Regulon possibly going back to Madrid. No. Nah, they've it. still got a buyback option on them, on him, haven't they? 45 million, yeah. 45 million euros, I believe, or something. Is it something like that? 45? I mean, look, it, it, whilst there's a buyback clause, it could always happen, but I just can't see it at the moment, if I'm honest. He seems fairly happy at Tottenham. Why not? Does, doesn't he? It does come across well. It does seem settled there, but uh, yeah. yeah, I guess you never really know with Madrid, really, what they're up to. No, exactly. Um, and the second half started off, I thought, you know, Leeds had opportunities, didn't they? they? They were doing the same as they always, but then they just got a little bit aggy. Um, yeah, really do. <laughs> they get like three yellow cards in three yeah, minutes. So it was mm-hmm. like Klitsch, Dallas, uh, what's the guy, Furpo, Junior. Um, was that, that, one on, that one on Kane? He just took his knee out. Is that the one you're talking about? Was that Junior? That's that one, yeah. yeah that that was then... that, that annoyed me, that tackle. It's not the case Kane, who he's a little bit brittle and glass sometimes, but it's just like, that. you knew they were beat then because that was just frustration. Actually, that was Rodrigo, wasn't Sorry, it? Rodrigo. Okay. He's a Furpo. Yeah, they got there was a Kilic, Dallas and Furpo on 52, 53, 54 minutes. Yeah. Um, next, <clears> next in the book, Conte. 
63 minutes. <laughs> well, that's it, because he was quite rightly arguing it was it was exactly. a tackle, but it felt like, I feel like we've been in this position against loads of teams where we're just, you know, it's just not quite working. We're trying to be aggressive. We're trying to get in there and win the ball, but they're just a little bit off the pace, which means they end up fouling. And I think there was a point mm. when the Leeds fans finally got a free kick for themselves where they yeah. cheered. And I was like, it's not like you've been getting fouled and not getting free kicks. It's just the fact you're, you're a lot of been dirty. You keep getting Very free dirty. kicks against you. But they were, they were just, and that that's what happens when you you're not quite on the pace and you're a little bit slow and I don't know I, f- I feel a bit sorry for um their manager he, he, I saw the post-match interview and he, he looks like a defeated man a little bit um they, they're in trouble yeah they are yeah, I mean are. they can look that's the thing about Leeds you watch that game and they were they look really good at certain spots but they still managed to, to lose 4-0 uh, but I do feel like you consider that fourth goal that we scored yeah like what are you going to do about that and what an yeah. amazing goal to break the record for like oh. Premier League partnership goals that ball from Kane is just immense isn't it Simon he just literally looks up Beautiful. sees the run and great touch from and finish from Sun as well like great goal all round absolutely round. and we, I could finally breathe a sigh of relief that we weren't going to throw away another 3-0 lead so uh, <laughs> it must have been it was a joy to see yeah start, finally enjoy, enjoy the game no, <laughs> exactly I knew it was definitely not going to well I was pretty confident this wasn't going to be disallowed yeah. must have been great for the away fans to see as well you know that link up from Kane he was so far back wasn't he when he pinged that ball forward yeah fantastic um yeah, what can you say? I mean, it, it Kane just got, you know, he took that whack, didn't he, after, yeah. must have been, what, 65, 70 minutes or so. Yeah. And I thought, oh, iffy here could possibly, I mean, we haven't got anyone to bring on for him, but, you know, he might have a subdued role for the last started. 20 minutes. But he got better, didn't he? he did. Yeah. He got better. He did. He's the best, he's the best um, passer I mean, in the league right now. Best midfielder, yeah. best passer. The fullbacks could have had, you know, he could have had a hat-trick of assists, no doubt yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, he found that perfect ball to Sonny, and I'm, I'm pleased for Sonny because... Um, He'd had a couple of half chances and um, hadn't, yeah, hadn't, um, hadn't taken them. And uh, yeah, Son, yeah. Son, I mean, Son, he, he finished that, finished that one with a plum. Yeah. He really did. Son's working yeah. hard. I mean, he's not. He's probably not being an offensive. At the, what we know until the goal, but first half he's really yeah. coming back. He was tucking in as well, and he was he was leading the counter like very well. He's, well, he took his gloves off. It, it, it all changed when he took his gloves off. Yeah. You'd, never, you'd never see Lamella do that, would you? It would be like, oh. Maybe that was Lamella's problem. <laughs> when I saw him, when I saw the long sleeve and gloves, I thought, it looks quite a nice day. I, checked, I actually, I'm so sad. I checked the weather forecast. Nine degrees. I thought, nah, yeah. definitely don't need gloves. And Sonny, obviously, after a while, thought, no, I don't need these. These are coming off. <laughs> and then he gets his goal. Yeah, turned in a performance. No, I mean, I thought Sun was, was pretty good today. And yeah, like you say, he had opportunities. But we did. We, we probably had four or five more opportunities. Loads of shots on target today as well. Um, and that's the problem with Leeds. Like, you can't you can't do that against a team like Spurs. Because as much as teams no. like Burnley can frustrate us and, mm. and make it really difficult mm. for us to even get one opportunity on target, if you if you're not... If you don't play that way, then we can punish you. I think Kula had another really good opportunity, which I thought he was going to put away. Like say, Sun had a few Doherty. Royale had a nice one, didn't he, with for the nuts? Uh, the, uh, the nut, that oh, oh, right, mate, yeah. that little kind of ten yard through the legs. Thanks very much, boss. Oh, the nutmeg. Oh, yeah. mate. Oh, it was like he was just waiting, and Royale was just kind of oh, I'll make a move, and you just know if you're. A, I've been saying this for months. You know if you make a run, mm. Kane. I think Hoddle said it in commentary as well. He will find you. So you'll mm. make you'll make a run as soon as Harry's got the ball and he's on the half turn, left or right foot, he'll find you, and you just mm. go and that little ball through the legs to Romero, who should have re- and the goalie, I think, made quite a good save to be honest. But yeah, I mean, we had lots of opportunities today, lots of opportunities. 
Yeah, I mean, I was quite surprised that Royale even had it in him to try and take it around the goalie. I thought he was oh, that's harsh, Franco. That's harsh. <laughs> <laughs> he is Brazilian, I suppose. He's probably better at that than he is at defending. I, <laughs> I thought when he came on, he actually looked quite good as well. He looked quite lively, but it did feel like one of those like Ole days because even like mm. Romero was going on runs, wasn't he? He was doing a bit of like the <laughs> just carrying on. There was one point where he was like the furthest forward player and didn't really want to get back too quick. I was just like, okay, okay. Take it easy. Yeah, exactly. But another thing, Romero, there's a few times today where he just dropped the shoulder and just sold it to the defender and then just mm. took it past him. He, like, everything that he, he does it, on the on the ball is is high, high quality. You have to, you have to admit it. Yeah. As I said in the last pod, I wasn't on a Romero hype train, especially after he got sent off early games. Um, but now, yeah, he does. He, he's very confident in the ball. He, he sees like, mm. he sees like he never panics. And um, he's going to pick up yellows because he's doing that thing now, standing over oppos or trying to get a free kick and shouting and screaming at them in their ear, which I would, wouldn't rather see him do, even though, you know, it's quite nice to see that aggression from someone. But yeah, yeah he, he's a very good, uh, as they say in Athletic, a ball-playing centre-back. He's uh, he's very good. Mm. He's very good. You'll definitely want him to stay injury-free now till the end of the season after having a uh, disrupted start to his Tottenham career. You definitely want to see him play every game now. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's important. I mean, we've got players, our top players like Kane and Son as well, look like they're sort of getting back to form. And you can trust that with Leeds, who obviously had two of their key players out today, Bamford up front. He wasn't yeah. in there. Um, so yeah, it, it does make it, it does make a massive difference. Um, it feels like we've got a bit with, with, um, Romero and Dyer. obviously Lloris is always going to play in goal. It does feel like we've got a bit more of a spine to the team now. Yeah. You know, you know those, you know, Romero and Dyer and Larissa are definitely going to play every game if fully fit midfield. Yeah, possibly, you know, some jostling for places there, but Bentacore, um, Hoiberg will probably start. And then up front, obviously Kane and Tom are going to play every game. So it's just that you know the fringe, the, the play. Sorry, not the fringe players, but uh, yeah, the, the wing backs and um, the, the last attacking spots are up for grabs. But yeah, the spine of the team does look a lot stronger. Yeah, I think we well, did today anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, interesting to talk about in composure of centre-backs because uh, composure of goalkeeper wasn't great at one point today. <laughs> He's having he's, ha- he's having a moment, isn't he? At the moment, he's having a, he's having he's having several moments at the moment. A senior moment, a senior moment. Yeah. Like, ask me, all right, what Cess did was not great. No. He he panicked a little bit. Yeah. Like there was a it was a bad ball to play. But then Larice has got a chance to just put it in the stands. He tries to do something cute. Mm. But then what I don't get, Paul, is we're three <laughs> 0 up at that point. <laughs> Why is he trying to? He's either going to handball it or foul the guy. Yeah. He's oh, diving yeah. at his feet. He dived at his ankles, like, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. 
I was just like, what are you trying to do? You're even going to get a red. You're going to get a red card. That's basically the result yeah. of it. So why not just yeah. do nothing? Yeah, he's had, he's had a little panic, isn't he? And he thought, oh shit, I've really fucked up again. Probably for the third game in four. And yeah, um, yeah. Mm. Um, but no, okay. The Leeds player took an age, but great block from Davies, who I think's been effective for most of the season under Conte. I think you know. Give, give Davis his due. He, he got back and he didn't think, "Oh fuck!" You know, our our captain's fucked was, up. He yeah. got back and he he got. Yeah, you know, I think I think Cess might be on the line, but uh, Romero. Yeah, sorry, was, um, yeah. Davis got across and and put yeah, his body yeah. in the line and and uh, you know you know obviously if he'd taken a bit quicker, want to get on his other foot, come across it a bit because he's right footed. But yeah, uh, Lauren, uh, sorry, uh, Larice. I mean, I've, I've I've yeah since he signed the new deal. I mean, he's. I mean, he's still been our best player since Project Restart. Sort of our most consistent, but there's a few signs now. You know, today, you know, the kind of like the spilled shot, and then like you know, he's, he's, he, the few other mistakes he's made. It's just a bit, yeah. It, it. I, don't, I, I want to pretend it's not a problem. That's what I want to do. I want to pretend that this is just Hugo doing, like as Simon says, at the senior moment. You know, and uh, hopefully it'll get back to like some because we've got some big games coming up, United and Arsenal that he can get back mm. to what to, to what we want. Because obviously, you know, it's the stature of, of the guy, I think he's got a very important not only the captain, but I think you know because of his form since restart, like I spoke about, I think you look at him and you think, right, he is Mister Consistent. And if he starts doing that, then panic might need to spread a little bit. But hopefully, what Simon says there, we've got Romero, Dyer, and a strong kind of international kind of spine, then that that panic might not be as widespread as it would be but it's it's a little bit worrying i have to admit these these mistakes creeping at the moment i have my heart in my mouth i think bearing in mind that you know the substitute goalie today was brandon austin you're thinking we've got some big games coming yeah. up <laughs> if lee if hugo gets red carded and lead score i mean that what a complete from three new up that, yeah how embarrassing would that be and then having to play you know a, you know a kid well not a kid i know he's 23 now but you know i don't think he's played for Tottenham before has he mm. or made a first team start yeah, you know, if it was so that would have been a straight red, so it's like a two game suspension. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ridiculous. So that's why I didn't, didn't get about it because all right, even if they score at that point, it's still three one. It's not yeah. worth getting sent no. off for at that point. And yes, you made a mistake, no. and you're probably trying to make amends for it. But you, like you say, he's an experienced player. Yeah. Been around yeah. for ages at that point. I'm sure the club are definitely thinking that we need a really top class number two. Well, I, th- I think we're going to be looking for the next goalkeeper. We've got. We've been saying this for two or three years, wondering what Hugo is going to do. So I, I guess we're just now at the stage where we need to find the next young, decent goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. Have to, I want. I want. We want a repeat of when you know Brad Frieda was coming to the end of his Tottenham career and we'd sign Larice. <laughs> you knew that you know Brad was going to get that tap on the shoulder at one point, saying, "Brad, thank you very much. Time to stand down now." Yeah. You know, Larice is here. That's what we, you know. We all knew he was going to be the number one. Mm. We want a repeat of that, don't we? Where we sign a you know a top goalkeeper. Larice keeps playing, and not just out of sentiment, because just you know he's a new lad in, and then. Bang, the new one takes over. That's obviously an ideal situation, but knowing Tottenham would probably sign about four unproven French internationals <laughs> and, uh, and hope something sticks. Pretty much, yeah, exactly. Get them in for an absolute trouncing and demoralise them and then sell yeah. them off, send, send them back wherever they came from. Um, right, we've got a fairly big game coming up, another FA Cup game in, in midweek up north as part of our Northern Tour. Spurs Spurs away, uh, away gang will be uh, <laughs> getting in the miles this, yeah. this month, won't they? I'd love to know if anyone's done all four of these away games. They deserve a, a medal if they have done. Absolutely. Um, but, I mean, I know nothing about Middlesbrough at the moment, if I'm honest. Side, do you know anything? Um, 
No, but um, Footmob can tell me they are eighth in the eighth in the championship, <laughs> and um, they are playing Barnsley away today, and they are two 0 down at half time. There we go. That's what we need. But Woodgate's. No, I'm, it was a shame Wood, Woodgate didn't last long, did he, as manager? No. They've no. got. Um, the guy. They've got the old Sheffield United manager, yeah, haven't they? Um, Chris. Uh, Chris Wilder. Oh, Chris yeah, Wilder. Yeah, yeah. And I think they're obviously a half decent team. Still, it's not going to be an easy game. Another game up north midweek. Hopefully, the weather's not quite like it. You know. Will we make any changes? That's the question, isn't it? Well, you know, because we have the squad's quite thin at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, we haven't got a lot of options on the bench, have we? Would it be a game where you'd be tempted to play if you were the youngsters, Paul? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I don't think Conte is uh, that worried about the FA Cup. I think he's going to put all his eggs in for top four. So yeah, I, I, I would. Yeah. I, I, I think. Um, I honestly, I honestly think as well that the fan base wouldn't give him such a hard time. I'm not going to. I mean, I, I've, I've accused uh, Jose and I accused um, managing the past of throwing games at, at the expense of of uh, the, the league. Um, and got angry about it. But I think at the minute where we find ourselves and what it means with Conte in charge, if we can get top four, or we, we, should, we should be going all out for top four. And if that's the expense of the FA Cup, then so be it. So to answer your question, yeah, I, I would make some changes. I mean, White and Devine have been on the bench now for, for a little while. Um, I probably I probably would start Kane, um, to be honest, uh, and then see where we are after like 45 minutes to an hour. Um, I'd like... I'd, Probably like to see like out a divine or white uh, start as well, and and then maybe I'd rotate the fullbacks, and I'd give Ro- I'd yeah. give Roden the game as well. I think you know Roden is you know as people know I'm a big fan. Um, it'd be nice to see him come in. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Tanganga at the moment. Is he still injured or is he just out of favour at the moment? Oh, yeah, not sure. So if Tanganga's around, then yeah, if if he's up there and thereabouts, pl- Sanchez could come in again at the back, couldn't he Sanchez, as well? So there's yeah. a couple of options at the back. Rodon Sanchez definitely change the fullbacks. Change the fullbacks. Bergvine could start, couldn't he? DDB could start exactly. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't. I don't know how far Skip is off coming back at the moment. But if he's around, if he if he could be on the bench, give him 25 minutes, 30 minutes, try and get some minutes in his legs for. Uh, United, etc., coming up. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, I think he, he should. Ch- I think I'd like to think he would change it and kind of say, like, okay, I'm giving this a kind of like an 80%, 75% go. Yeah, I don't think I'd disagree with that. Mm. I think so. We've got to use these games to, to play a few of the fringe players. I always say that. <laughs> we never do it. And the ones we do always play rubbish. So maybe not. Just carry on. Carry on. Do whatever you want, Conte. Um, Conte's been called into question a little bit, which has been quite refreshing as well because not just by sort of the happy clapper Spurs fans. I just feel like Simon, what did you make of his midweek comments? Because it, it just seems like he's turning into Bizarre. a Spurs. He's turning into a Spurs player. Because, <laughs> sorry, a Spurs, he's turning into a Spurs fan because um, he basically like whenever we win, he's he's relatively happy with stuff, and then whenever he loses, yeah. it's complete doom and gloom. It's weird Absolutely. after giving his post-match interview with Man City about how happy he was with things to then come out against Burnley and start saying some of the dramatic stuff he was. It just seemed bizarre to me. Yeah, the problem I have with it is that, you know, as Tottenham fans, we're used to being on the emotional roller coaster. You know, we've been supporting Tottenham for long enough to realise that, you know, we are going to have ups and downs. We're going to go from, you know, snatch a defeat from the jaws of victory several times throughout the course of the season. Mm. Um, but, you know, we rely on the, on the manager as the mouthpiece of the club to, you know, allay our concerns and calm our nerves. And yeah. <laughs> that definitely didn't happen against after Burnley. No. It, it was a bizarre um, sequence of events. You know, I was, went to bed that night thinking, well, I'm going to wake up tomorrow, check my phone, and it will be, you know, he's quit. But this is it. It feels like that's. It feels like this is. He's only been here for like how many games? Like for like fourteen, I think it was. I can't remember what I heard, but not very many games. And it feels like he's nearly quit about four times. Yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> Very emotional character. And I know, I know we've got, you know, problems behind the scenes and, you know, with who's coming, who's going. But, uh, yeah, I, I was surprised to hear that from the manager. But, uh, yeah, we, you know, we won today. So everything's probably all uh, all happy back back behind the scenes. But uh, it, it was strange. And you do, you do, my concern now is that it's, it's happened after we lost to Burnley. You know, what will happen when we lose the next game? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, losing to Burnley wandered away is ultimately Spursy, and it is one of the hardest yeah. things to take. So I can understand why he was down, but you're right. Like, you've just got to suck it up in that moment and try and put out the message that you think everybody needs to hear. And I don't believe yeah. that the players needed to hear what they heard because no. didn't he say something about like managers have changed, but mm. the, the players haven't? So again, he, he's just putting it all on the players. Yeah, I guess for him, it has been, you know, it's been unprecedented for him as a top class manager having so much success over the years. I think, what was it, three defeats out of four or three out of five or I don't remember what exact stats were, but um, it was a a shocking run and one he's never had since, sorry, it's one he hasn't experienced in, what, 10 or 12 years, I believe, since he was in charge of Atalanta. So it was uncharted territory for him. Do you think that's it, Paul? Do you think that his it's his ego that he's like he just can't handle it? He's so not used to it that he just doesn't know what to do. Uh, yep, yeah, I think that's probably as a shot of that. He must have known what he's walking into. He must have. He knew. Mm. He knew. You know, and I said this before on the last pod. I don't want to repeat myself. Sorry, she said. But you know, he knows what what he says is going to be taken. It could be taken out of context. He's a very aware, of that, especially with the Sky Italia interview. I just want him to yeah. coach the players better. That's where he gets paid 15 million plus a year or where he's on at the moment, okay? All right? I don't want to hear him say what he did after Burnley, okay? All it does is just give, like, the it just creates more noise that's not necessary around the team and the squad right now. We are trying to push on. We are trying to get back to the big table, okay? I mean, you could, you could hear it today, like Jury and, and Hoddle today in, in the commentary just talking about it. Oh, yeah. Conte will be much happier after this result and blah, blah, blah. And every opportunity, it's like, yeah, bring up back Conte. Um, I'm mm-hmm. with Simon. I, w- I, want, I want the manager to come out and be uh, stable. You know, and I, want, I want him to allay you know, his concerns, his fears, but do it in a professional way, which like, you know, which makes sense to us fans and us as, as sorry, us fans and the media alike, which means it won't get taken out of context, like the Sky interview. Um, it does feel as if it's like, well, they need me more than I need Tottenham. So I'll say what I want and they'll just suck it up. And there's probably a little bit of that, to be honest. The probably like, it's been a bit of a dickhead. So, but it's Antonio Conte. So we're allowed to be a bit of a dickhead until the till the summer and the, and, and, and the window. And then hopefully we can get the players that he wants. And the interviews and the noise that he's making won't happen next season because he'll have the players that he wants. I hope. Mm. I hope if he gets that long. I don't know if Daniel and Enoch will turn around and say, fuck this. We don't need We don't need the ball ache or we don't need this hassle. And um, thanks very much. I, I can't see that happening, but it's very strange how he just kind of like lets his mouth run away with him. And uh, he wants the players to be like calmer, less emotional. But you, you see him do that. It's I don't know. I, I I don't know if it's all part of like some grand battle with the board or at the minute or what kind of game he's playing or it's just ego. But yeah, it's strange. It's strange because if we lose again, we will do for the end of the season. There'll be another interview just like before mm. in a week. So th- this mm. this is going to happen. This is going to happen with him. And we're going to have to like get used to it. Also, I mean, I, I guess it sets a bit of a precedent, doesn't it? He doesn't like he doesn't like losing at any cost to anybody, and I think that's maybe he needs to instill that in in the players that he, he's not going to accept it. Maybe that's part of it as well. But I think he, yeah, like you say, he needs to be more savvy about the situation at Spurs and the fact that we are a very divided fan base. Half of them <laughs> very unhappy with the with the owners 
uh, whenever we lose, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Like but, anything, like oh, we've, we we've got to be the first team to break Conte. It's just like, mm, come yeah. on, you know, he's been here less than like you know, like four four or five months. You know, he's he's give give him, he's had one window, and he's 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 dealing with like a team that like literally on their knees, and and it's just like, yeah, and I just it goes back to me saying I feel that he's being overdramatic because he must have known what he's walking into, but. And it just whips up all this all this noise that we don't need. Sorry, I've just repeated myself. Sorry. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, Simon Jordan, uh, I don't know if he winds <laughs> me up normally, but he made some very good points on Talksport this week. He just said it was like petulant and, and and really unprofessional. But also, he said this idea that like you you go away to to Burnley and lose, and then that's somehow the, the chairman's fault, or like because you haven't been back to whatever. You can't go and beat Man City, and then if you tactically aren't sufficient enough to beat Burnley, then that's on the players and the manager at the end of the day. So to come out and try and say, you know, try and make out like you've you've not got the tools to do the job, it just doesn't make sense, does it really? It just didn't work on that day. And, and yeah, maybe maybe he was questioning himself a little bit why he can't get his team just to be good enough to beat Burnley. Then do that in private. Uh, Don't do it with the media. Oh no, absolutely. This is the problem. I just think his his, his emotion and he's, he's too passionate, so he just sometimes can't help himself. But it was interesting that, that Kane kind of made reference to it as well. Is that we need to be smarter and be able to beat these teams one nil rather than be losing to them uh, when we've got tricky away games, and, and that's something we need to work on. But hopefully today has got us back on track. But it does it feels a little bit yo yo y at the moment. Um, well, it's win one win one lose one, isn't it? We've only drawn three games all season, so um... yeah. <laughs> It's, it's strange, isn't it? It is. It's frustrating looking at the table and seeing like Man United in a stronger position and Arsenal as well in a stronger position. They're just getting, you know, getting results now, aren't they? Going on a bit of a run, but under the radar. So we need to watch out for that. Yeah, that that Arsenal two uh, one the other night. That was uh, that was a big result for them as well. Yeah, where he was Lacazette. Yeah. So I still think I still think the top four would will almost be decided on these head to head games between these between. Uh, Teams going for fourth spot, but you know, obviously, we've got uh, Woolwich at home and United away. I think they'll be really key games if we are going to get it. Yeah, no, agreed. Right, cheers, Let me just quickly mention footballprizes.co.uk. This week, they've got a Jurgen Klinsmann signed, framed, custom Spurs shirt. Uh, number 18 on the back. Tickets are 4 and there are 99 tickets available. Don't forget with the discount code POD10, you'll get a 10% discount on those tickets. Uh, and there are currently 32 sold, so you've got a good chance of getting in there and getting that Klinsman shirt. Very nice indeed. So that's footballprizes.co.uk. Also, if you want to sign up to our Patreon, I haven't done a shout out for the new, new joiners for such a long time. I need to do it, but it's quite a long list now. Got a great following on Patreon. And loads of great football chat on there with like-minded people. So get involved, patreon.com forward slash cheese room podcast. And I've got five boxes of cheese room mugs sat in my spare bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) I thought 72 mugs would be a bit smaller, but it's like literally five big boxes. Um, So we're just waiting on t-shirts and badges and things. And then the merch orders will be be ready to send out. So um, get involved there. You can now sign up to Patreon for a year. And if you sign up for a year, then you'll get the merch instantly. Well, as soon as I've got it. So get involved, patreon.com forward slash the cheese room podcast. Right, Mr. Paul Muir, get out. What are you doing? 5K run to celebrate the victory? Uh, no, I'm probably just going like, to try and watch the rest of rugby and then get some lovely Caribbean food or something tonight in uh, in Brixton. Mm. And then maybe a few kind of red stripes and then uh, 
back tomorrow. Yeah, I'm, and also I'm just trying to keep an eye on the scores. I think it's uh, still nil-nil at the moment with some of the games. that. Yeah, so uh, Villa are one up at Brighton and uh, United at uh, home being held by Watford. So, fingers crossed. But yeah, going to try and get, get out some sun. But yeah, enjoy the feeling. It's nice when you win like the first game of the weekend. You don't have to wait till like half four on a on a Sunday. You right. think, oh shit, are we going to win? Are we going to lose more more ground on the top five or the top six? But yeah, so um, yeah. Yeah. Let's go. No, lunchtime Saturday wins are the best. Uh, Sai, have a good one. I'm having Turkish tonight. What, what are you doing? <laughs> we've got some Jamaican, we've got some <laughs> Turkish going Jamaican, on. Jamaican, Turkish. Oh, I'll have to go, I'll have to go Greek or Cypriot then, won't I? <laughs> Tara Masalata all round. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, it's great to have you back. Sai, thanks so much for joining. Pleasure, mate. Yeah. <laughs> right. Look out for Corder and the Gang back on YouTube Monday nights. Um, and if you haven't signed up to our socials, then please do so and your podcast providers. But until next time, come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.